Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome or welcome back to another episode of Young, Confused, and Well Read. My name is Anne, I'm a 19 year old university student, and I am so happy to have you listening to this. As you probably already read in the title of today's episode, today I'm going to talk about how I ended up studying in Stirling in Scotland because for people who might not know, I am not Scottish, I'm actually German and it was kind of my goal for life to study abroad and that's what I'm gonna talk about in today's episode. Maybe you're just curious and want to study abroad as well or you just thought this sounds like an interesting episode, so thank you so much for tagging along. But as always, before we get into the episode, I'm going to start with my weekly reflection. First of all, what am I grateful for? I always try to find three things that I'm going to talk about, and I hope that they are different from last week, because I can never remember. (laughs) So here we go. Number one, is the campus and the campus environment. I am living in student accommodation on campus right now and last week I've kind of went on more walks because I've just realized that I needed to not necessarily get movement in but to get out of my room because last week I had so many assignments to hand in and I've been kind of stressed that just needed to get out of that zone and just go on a walk. I love walks and I've just discovered how many beautiful little paths this campus has and I'm definitely going on a walk today as well because it's just so lovely and it always made me feel better. The second thing I'm grateful for is the gym and I am not sure if I've mentioned that last week but I've just been in love with working out especially since I actually saw progress. Um, It might be a bit slow like if you start working out it might take you a while but I've just started going to the gym when I came to university because I used to be a workout from home girl but here it is kind of difficult. So I go to the gym and the gym's really great. And it just was very fun to work out, especially yesterday. Yesterday was Saturday, as you know, I'm always recording on a Sunday. And it was a bit difficult to get us to gym because Emily, my roommate, and I agreed to go. And um, we kind of like both failed in making it happen in some, like a few different ways but we were committed so we went we eventually went at 5 p.m and because it was the weekend the gym was practically empty and we did upper body and it was so fun I don't know what it is but working out with Emily is always so nice we have the best conversations and we're just pushing each other and it's so motivating I think I've mentioned in the last episode that Emily is crazily strong she impresses me every single time and we set each other goals to become stronger. I want to do a pull-up because I can't do it. And um, we're doing like holding a plank longer. So that's, it just set me in such a good mood um, to spend time with my friends and just to do things I love. And then the third thing I'm grateful for, I'm sorry that my roommates are like slamming doors at the moment. I hope you can't hear it that much. But the third thing I'm grateful for 
Oh my god, please. Third try. Three is a lucky number. The third thing I'm grateful for is that I'm done with my assignments. I am completely finished. And that means next week will be all to myself. I can do what I want, chill out. And I'm really, really, really happy. That kind of leads us to what I have been up to last week, finishing all my assignments, getting super stressed about it for absolutely no reason. And yeah, that was not too great. I just think one thing I end up doing a lot is I stress myself over things that will not matter in the long run and I'm a very emotional person so when I am stressed I get very emotional and I basically think I have to learn to not let my emotions take over. I especially noticed that at the start of last week with smaller inconveniences appearing that literally stressed me out so much and made me feel horrible about myself when in the end um, it wasn't that bad at all. So one thing I definitely want to work on is being calmer and reflecting on my feelings. It is 100% okay to feel stressed and to feel emotions but I think I also need to reflect on why they are appearing because if my emotions are very vivid whenever I'm stressed, then probably the thing that I'm stressed about or like the thing that I get emotional about is not the problem, but it is because something else is going on in my life. Next up on a more positive note, I have went back to playing handball, which was very nice and amazing to get back with the team and have some fun and I went to all three training sessions this week which I'm really proud about. Like I was saying I was working out and I went on a lot of walks but to be honest last week wasn't really that great. Like I wasn't feeling my best and had a lot of assignments I was stressed about but it's over now and we're moving on and that's also what I'm looking forward to next week being an off uni week. It's reading week but crazy me already finished all her reading for the semester so I actually don't have any reading to do. So what I'm gonna do is like going to training because we still have our training sessions on but I also want to go on my walks, visit Bridger Valley which is really close here to where I live and also going to Edinburgh on Tuesday when this episode's dropping so you might be listening on this while I'm hanging out in Edinburgh. I want to go to the National Gallery and just walk around the city. I love Edinburgh. It's so beautiful. Just spend some time with myself. That's like my highlight for next week, which I'm really excited about. I also want to do a total chill off day with just watching Netflix and being home because I feel like I tend to overstress myself. What I was basically just trying to say. So that is my beautiful next week that's going to come up. And before we dive into the core of the episode, let's have a little positive affirmation. Or it's not really an affirmation, but I think we should try to focus more on finding the beauty in the little moments because I really believe that these small, little nice moments make up a great day and a happy life in general. So just look around you wherever you are and try to think of three things that are just adding on to your life that make you happy, kind of like what you're grateful for, but also like 
just nice things. For example, I just noticed that my pencil collection I have, it looks really beautiful, it looks really nice, might bring me a lot of joy. Um, or maybe a call I'm gonna have with my parents, maybe that's something that brings me joy. Something like that, finding the beauty in the little things you're doing. And on that little positive note, let's dive right into the core of the episode and let's start talking about how I actually ended up here studying at Stirling University or to basically put it in other words, how I ended up studying abroad. So first of all, I'd like to apologize if you hear some other sounds. I don't know what's going on today, but I can constantly hear this bird chirping outside and it annoys me so much. I don't know. I have my window closed, but I just hear this little cheep, cheep, cheep the whole time. And I just, I hope you can't hear that much on this episode. And apparently my roommates are also into door slamming today. Um, which you might have heard already. So I'm really sorry if there's any outside noise coming in, but I hope I can make this work anyway. So let's kind of start with why I decided to study abroad. Why was that as a goal? Um, I don't necessarily think this is a goal anybody should have because everybody's different. Everybody has different things they want in life. It was just my personal goal and it kind of really doesn't have a reason that people might expect. I I have to get a bit back in time. Let's do a little time travel back to when I was 11 years old. This is when it all started, okay? So before I was 11, I did obviously think about the future, but it was kind of like, oh, I want to become a vet. But I didn't really think about what I had to do in order to get there. Um, so whenever you had like an idea of what you want to do with your life, it was kind of more like, yeah, I'm going to do that. But you don't really think about how to get there, which is, by the way, totally normal. And secondly, I also think it's kind of worrying how as like a five year old, I already thought about what I want to be when I grow up because I was five years old. I shouldn't have cared. And I kind of think just sorry that I'm diving a bit off topic, but I kind of think people keep asking little kids like, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? you put kids in a position where they have to think about the future in a moment where they actually don't. If you ask somebody who's like in 11th, 12th grade, hey, what you want to do after you graduate? That makes more sense because that's going to happen like in one or two years. But if you ask a five-year-old or like a four-year-old or whatever, what you want to be when you grow up, like that's weird. They're children. That should be children. And also, I don't know. Sometimes you just want to be something when you grow up and you end up actually doing it. And sometimes you don't. Sometimes it changes, and that's actually really nice. And I think my, you know, ideas kind of changed. Not all of them, but some of them. And that's nice. I've always been open to try more things. And I still am. I still am not too sure what I'm going to do later. Um, I have a kind of idea. I would love to be an author, to be honest. But, um, you know, I stay open. Maybe I find something else that I find a lot of joy in. So I like to stay open because I think that's really good for a mindset. And yeah, that's on that. But like what I was trying to say actually is I never really thought on how to get there until I was 11 years old when we were actually confronted with, hey, you are going to school and after that you probably end up going to university. Obviously, that's 
not something that I believe everybody has to do or is fit for everybody and there's definitely nothing you have to do to live a fulfilled life. It's just kind of the narrative that was put on us, you gotta go to university, study something. And even though it's never 100% sure what I will actually end up doing, I started to think of where would I go when I, you know, end up going to university. And I always, from the first moment on where I thought about it, was sure I'm gonna go to the UK. And that is because that year, in fifth grade, I actually went to the UK for the first time. I went to London. And everybody who hasn't been in London before, it is beautiful. It is a magical city. I love London a lot. And that's when I was like, okay, you know what? I want to study in the UK. Back then, it was still my idea of going to England, but I switched that off later. But always the broad idea of study abroad in an English-speaking country, preferably, you know, the UK. I just, I don't know, but my 11 years self, and like it never changed. I was so sure this was the place I was meant to be, the place I was meant to go to. And I think, I don't want to sound cheesy, but I think it was kind of destiny that I ended up going because there was never something I was that sure about. I told everybody can, knows, I told everybody that goal never changed a second for me. And even though when I grew older and I, you know, established plan B and C, that was my first goal and that's what I wanted to do. And I'm so happy and proud that I actually stuck to it. I, you know, back then when I was 11, I didn't really think too much about, oh, it's going to be all English speaking. Might I struggle? No, I just, I just knew I was going to do it. And there was no other way. Literally, my 11-year-old self, she was not up for compromise. She was like, this is what I'm going to do. So... I feel like if I would tell my 11-year-old self now, hey, you know, we actually did it. She's like, of course we did. Of course we did. That was the goal, um, which I think is really nice. I was at my set mindset and it never really um, crumbled off. And I'm really, really happy we did it. I'm repeating myself. Anyway, I'm, I was really lucky that I ended up doing bilingual classes, which means that I had some subjects that were taught in English. I don't even know how many, but it was like half of the subject. Obviously, it was English, history, geography, politics, biology, sports, and there was more, but I can't really remember. Like a lot of subjects that were taught in English. So I really got to learn um, to speak really well. And also, I think like when I was actually really ending up being really good in English, I would just assume that I'm good in English. I mean, I studied in an English-speaking country and I understand like 95% of the things they say and like the 5% is like slang. So like when I speak to my roommates, they sometimes say things where I'm like, I've never heard that before. <laughs> One thing is that's mint. Um, again, my roommates say that's like a Jamie, like it's my um, roommate outdoor Jamie says it. They say it's just a Jamie thing, but I also have never heard that's mint. Anyway, um, learned a few more slang words, but I understand most of it. And I think my English is actually pretty fine. Fun fact, people do notice that I'm not Scottish, obviously, because I didn't have a Scottish accent, but people just assume that I'm like from Canada. Like, honestly, I had a girl being like, hey, you're not from here, right? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, where are you from? And then I told her I'm from Germany. She's like, really? I thought you were from Canada. So I might sound like a English speaker, but not like a Scottish native English speaker, if that makes sense. But my good English, I keep drifting off. I'm so sorry. My good 
English came kind of in eighth grade when I did an exchange with a private school here in England that was organized by our school. That was not the greatest exchange I ever took. I took another one two years later with uh, Poland, um, also organized by our school, which was way better. The people were way nicer. Just calling the people out here. Sorry, guys. Sorry, not sorry. Most of them were not nice. Not Some of them were, but most of them weren't. And I really started improving my English. And um, I have a little, little fun story there because I went to Lush and I got a lip scrub. I was in eighth grade. I was like 14, I think. Yeah, I think I was 14. And the guy, you know, he was really nice. And he was like wondering why I was out of school because like it was a weekday. Um, and then I told him, you know, it's an exchange program. And he's like, oh, nice. And he actually thought I was a English student. And he was so surprised when I told him I didn't. And that boosted my ego through the roof. That was basically somebody telling me, you're good. And then I was like, nice. And that really improved my English overall. And that really gave me the confidence to try. I started reading English books and watch shows on English. I honestly have to say, I'm somebody, if it there is a synchronized German version, I will watch it. Especially now that I live here. I feel like I also now need to work on not losing my German. <laughs> Um, so I, I watch synchronized shows. I have no problem with that. Um, except for Gilmore Girls. I'm currently watching Gilmore Girls. And I watch this in English. But usually I would watch everything else that is, has a German version in German. Fun fact. Um, but I grew way more comfortable with my English. And that really helped me in improving it overall. And I end up, especially like now that I'm, I'm here, but I always have this thing where I sometimes think in English or speak in English, but I don't really notice it, like when I'm by myself. And it's really crazy. And so I honestly have to say, I never really know what language I'm thinking in. I just told Emily when we were working out yesterday that one thing I do, I always count in German, like in my head, but I also sometimes end up just thinking about something in English and not really noticing it. So I think I really mastered the art of making English my second language that I can speak so well that it feels natural to me when I speak it or think in it. I might dream in it too. I don't know. I don't really think about it, um, which I think is a good sign. And that again brought me one step closer to the goal of actually studying here. And another thing that ended up coming true that I wanted for a long time is that I end up studying journalism. I think that was also like the first, no, no, that's a lie. That was one of the first things I wanted to study because I, again, I told you I wanted to become a writer or an author, right? And um, it's it actually changed over the years what I actually want to end up studying. I was thinking about doing law, um, ended up not doing this obviously, and then I was also, because like last year I was actually studying at, at a university near my hometown, which I tried out where I studied cultural anthropology and politics, but I did not enjoy it. Um, I actually noticed that I want to do something that I can work creatively after I graduated. And so I ended up doing film, media, and journalism in a combination. That was also kind of a well, spontaneous decision because I knew I wanted to do journalism, but then I saw that here at Sterling they're offered um, this combined uh, option, <laughs> yes. And then I was like, oh, that's actually nice because it opens me more doors. Like if I say in the end I actually want to work in film, uh, then I can do that or work in media 
And it was a good decision because I don't want to become a journalist anymore. I do think in journalism they teach us a lot of good stuff that will help me overall. But since this is not my goal anymore that I actually want to do, um, it's nice that I have this combined thing where I can like add the stuff that I learned in journalism to my overall experience. But it's kind of nice that I ended up doing one thing that I have been thinking about for a long time and that this ended up being the right decision because last year especially I struggled a lot and didn't know what I wanted to do and it was not a great time. But let's not get too much into it. Uh, let's rather talk about how I actually got started with applying here, with getting here, how it all turned out. Again, like I was saying, it was a goal for my whole life, so I was set and dedicated. But I actually started with the research on what it would actually be like studying here in 10th grade, what kind of stuff I needed to fulfill to actually be able to get here. Because sometimes like you have a goal and say, hey, I want to study there, but you don't actually know what your options are, what you need to provide, or kind of like um, where you can study what. Because back then, again, my goal was to study journalism, so I actually had to see which universities offered that. And it wasn't like the most crazy research, but I did set myself a goal on things that I would like to achieve in order to get it. Like, for example, did extracurricular work. Um, I was a school paramedic, for example, which I think... I don't think that was actually the reason I got in anything, but I like, I, I tried to set my goal of doing extracurricular that might help me to get into university, again, get good grades, etc, etc. 10th grade, I got serious, and actually, fun fact, in 10th grade, you know, when I was doing a little bit of research, I'm like, hey, which universities offered journalism? I wrote down this university, Stirling University, as my number one choice. Um, also because it's not true anymore, but back then when the Brexit didn't happen before, it, it was free for people from Europe to study in Scotland, but the Brexit absolutely ruined this. I'm still so mad about it, but back then, and I think still it's cheaper to study in Scotland than in England. So my little mind went like, yeah, Scotland's that Scotland's the place to be. And that's also when I changed, um, my goal from studying to England to Scotland, which I'm really happy about because I really like Scotland. I am enjoying my time here. Um, I actually have never visited Scotland before before I came to university, but I just had a good feeling about it, you know, and it all came true. <laughs> so uh, that was kind of how I got started. I started, you know, working on my goal, but this sounds so much more intense than it was. I, I just tried to get good grades, you know, and do some extracurricular work that I was interested in, trying my best, you know. And that led us, or leads us, to a little downfall in my life, which is the Cambridge certificate that I took at the end of 10th grade. Spoiler alert, I failed it. Um, for people who don't know what the Cambridge certificate is, it is a language certificate that basically uh, tells you what level of English you are speaking and the level that I think most, I, I'm not even sure, most universities requiring Cambridge is C1 which is beyond native speaker, is it native speaker level or beyond that? For reference, what you learn in school is either way B1 or B2 English and then C1 is high English and then C2 is what 
the professors at Cambridge or Oxford are speaking. So that's like the highest level of English you can achieve. Let's say if you have B1, B2, you can have absolutely normal, good English conversation. Um, that's definitely what I had. But my goal was to get C1 because that would like secure, you know, basically give me good chances to get into universities. And like I said, I failed Cambridge certificate and I missed one point for C1. So I got B2, but I missed C1 by one single point. And that ruined me um, and that made me feel miserable. And it made me feel like I could never end up studying abroad. And it was bad. You know, I felt bad about it. But, you know, I decided not to cave. I decided to get better and I got good grades in English and I improved myself. And then when I actually ended up applying for universities, I saw that they also requested a Cambridge certificate level. If you have it, you can get other certificates. Cambridge is actually not the most popular one. It's just the one that we ended up doing. Would also not recommend you doing it. I would probably recommend another test just because I know, I mean, I failed it, but there are other options that might be um, also approved broader. Like I know TOEFL, for example, is one that a lot of universities request. Um... But like maybe if you want to get into Cambridge University, you should do the Cambridge certificate. Uh, but like I don't know anything about getting into Cambridge, so I can't really talk about that. Anyway, I, you know, ended up giving it a try for applying in November twenty twenty one, because you know in, you know, the UK you end up applying in January for the universities. It's in Germany, it's different. You end up applying way way later, somewhere in summer. But you do it over UCAS, um, which is, you know, the official website for applying. And after I applied to the German university, I've ended up, like, studying for a half a year. Um, it was so easy. UCAS was so well organized. You actually have to pay a little bit to apply. But it, it really explained to you most of it. And that was great. But, you know, I checked out what qualifications I needed. And they also listed Cambridge Certificate C1. I got all the points they wanted us to have, like, I was above that, but I didn't have C1 level, but I ended up calling university just to be sure. And they said that just by me having really good grades in English from school, that will absolutely be enough um, to prove my English qualification. And I had really good grades in English. So I ended up just applying, I, I sent out my Cambridge certificate too, but I ended up just reply, replying, what? I ended up just applying with my... I'm just saying diploma because I don't know the exact term, but, you know, with my high school degree. Let's put it that way. And I got into university, as you can see. I actually got the offer from Sterling, my number one choice. I applied for five universities. Sterling was my top choice. And I got the reply from Sterling five days after I applied. And they offered me a scholarship, which was a dream come true. Like, I was beyond excited to be here I remember I actually had an online class when I found out and I you know while I was still in that class I clicked on my computer checked UCAS and then I saw they offered me an unconditional place plus a scholarship and I had my camera on and then I ended up making like this super happy face and was like you know what I need to sign out of class right now and call my parents, call my friends, and I ended up dancing around my flat, and I was so excited. This was so great. I I was so happy. 
I ended up getting into two other universities. I didn't know about the others because they just haven't applied and I just um, selected Sterling as my choice because that's where I wanted to go. And if they offered me a place, why would I like wait for all the other universities to say yes or no? So I confirmed that place and, you know, got into organizing my whole process for moving to another country. And obviously that wasn't always super easy and some things were annoying but in the end looking back it was actually doable one thing that was kind of annoying was you know accommodation getting not getting the accommodation which I obviously had to do because I couldn't like look around finding a flat here in town so I kind of took the offer for finding an accommodation but the problem was I had to pay some money um, to the university because because like obviously I had to have to pay to study here and they didn't confirm that I paid it although I did and then me and my dad ended up like calling so many people so they would confirm because they told me if that wasn't confirmed I cannot apply for accommodation and so the week before we were making phone calls every day and it took like four days to get solved they were by the way all super nice and they tried their best and after it was all solved I was so happy and then I was finally able to apply for accommodation. Everything worked out. I got my first choice of accommodation. And I'm really, really happy. But that was really stressful and annoying. And another thing was my visa. That actually didn't took... That took a while to do. But it was absolutely doable. And I got, like, the, um, you know, approval, like, two days later. Because, obviously, because I had a place at university, it gets really easy, easy. Because they give you, like, a code you have to tell to the um, visa you have to sign into the visa application is like hey you know I'm enrolled in this university in this um, module and here's the code that they gave me and then obviously if they check your visa if you are not like done anything really bad they will just be like yeah cool approved but that took me like three hours to apply and I remember I actually did the visa application while also on the day I also bought my ticket for the Europe trip that I talked about in two weeks ago yes so um that was kind of an annoying stressful day but you know I ended up doing it and a little fun fact to this I'm sorry I keep telling you weird fun facts but um even though the visa application took a long time it was still less complicated than applying for my free bus pass in Scotland bus travel is free for young people up to a certain age and I applied for this because obviously I live here I'm a student I'm enrolled I'm allowed to have this bus pass but it didn't work like it was so hard to get this bus pass and at one point they actually told me they want my birth certificate guys my birth certificate for a bus pass and I was like I didn't even need that for my visa so that's hilarious I ended up getting my bus pass so it's all fine but that's like what I keep telling people is like easier to get a visa for another country than to actually get a bus pass for free bus travel that I'm actually legally allowed to have and that was like what I went through and obviously um packing and stuff I started to plan etc 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 uh electing my modules it all you know because I knew that it was gonna go since January so I had a lot of time to prepare I also just started packing like three days before I was leaving and that was fine because some people already started packing weeks before 
And I was like, what? I mean, I was also just able to bring three suitcases, which, no, not even, two and a half, because my parents came here with me, everybody was allowed to have one suitcase, and I just stuffed all my stuff in the suitcases. But we managed. So if you are moving, don't stress too much about packing, it's all gonna work out. I tell you this from somebody whose suitcase got stolen on a Europe trip. You gotta manage. Uh, but yeah, that was actually how I, you know, ended up preparing to come here. I don't really want to book you too much about it because it's not too interesting. And I think you got the gist of me kind of like fulfilling my own dream and ending up going here. Like I was saying, I had a very bad time before I ended up applying because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do and I lost kind of my way. But, you know, as soon as I made the decision of actually trying it and, like, giving it a try, I felt so much better because I was finally doing the thing that I wanted to do for all my life. But I obviously needed to take actions in order to fulfill that dream because otherwise I wouldn't be here. If I didn't say at that point, you know what, I'm going to try and I'm going to do it, it wouldn't have worked. So here you go. This is my little advice for you. You need to obviously not only dream but take action. And another thing I want to say is that this doesn't mean that I don't that I think German education system is bad because the German education system is really good. And I did not make this decision to study abroad because I don't like Germany or because I think Germany is a bad country for education. Not at all, especially now that I pay a lot to study here, which I wouldn't have to do in Germany. I notice a lot of advantage you have in Germany. But like I was saying, it felt like this was the right thing to do for me. This was what I always wanted. And I think as long as you don't feel this passionate about studying abroad, um, it is not necessarily the right way for you because obviously it means to sacrifice a lot. Because I can't, like, see my family unless, you know, it's semester break. And I also, you know, move to another country that obviously is expensive. And I'm, I know that I'm so, so freaking privileged to do this. And I'm thankful for this every day. And i like you to know that I acknowledge the fact that I am privileged. And, you know, that this was impossible without, first of all, having a scholarship, and second of all, you know, having my family who supports me financially, and I acknowledge it so much, and I'm so thankful. But I also like to say, if my parent, like, if this was a spontaneous decision for me, my parents would have not said that was a good idea, but the only way they actually said, okay, you know, what, do it, is because I always wanted to do this and they knew it and they knew that I was very serious about it. So think about this if you want to move to another country. And I actually say move to another country and study there and not like doing a gap year or a semester abroad because a semester abroad is actually a good option to get out of your comfort zone and to experience new cultures because I personally think that helps you to grow and evolve as a human being. Obviously you don't have to do it if you don't want to. But that's just what I'm saying. But I think if you really commit to studying in another country with another culture, and of course the culture here isn't that much different because it's still a Western country, but it is. I did notice, I did have a little, very small culture shock when I arrived. 
but I think that's normal and I think it helps me to expand as a human being and in my experiences which I'm really happy about and getting to know new cultures I think especially since the University of Stirling is really um what what's the word it's really diverse it's really nice to get to know people from other countries especially on the handball team there are a lot of different nationalities which I really enjoy and it's just a great option overall so if you're thinking about maybe studying abroad or doing a gap year or you know doing a semester abroad obviously think about um, if you really want to do it and if you're really passionate about it yes go for it 100% would recommend it was definitely the right decision for me but that doesn't mean it's the right decision for everybody and yeah I think obviously I would have also had a great time studying at Germany but I also know that I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much because there would have always been this what if, what if I actually ended up going to, you know, Scotland, studying there. So yeah, now that I did it, I am really excited that I did and it was the right decision and it got me out of my comfort zone a lot, which I'm so pleased about because I struggle, I think I talked about this before, but I struggle a lot with my comfort zone. So this was like the biggest thing I ever did, which I'm so happy about and again this was just me telling you that it's possible (laughs) dream big you go guys and a little you know not that I need to but a little explanation what I'm actually doing here why I'm here and why I'm doing what I'm doing I really think especially since this wish has been such a big part of my life I need to really appreciate and be proud of myself that I did it and that I'm here and that I moved to another freaking country. It's so impressive and I think I'm going to learn a lot in the next four years coming because I already think I learned experience and expanded a lot for myself. (sighs) Yeah, I feel, I think I really feel good with this episode and I think I'm just gonna end it here before I end up rambling so much but if you have any questions about you know studying abroad I'm not an expert but you can like drop me a message on Instagram at young underscore confused underscore and underscore well read I have all of my socials linked in the show notes so you can go and check that out if you want to follow along on instagram or my private instagram if you want to or feel more comfortable with that i would love to see you there and if you don't want to follow along that's absolutely fine but maybe you want to drop a good or amazing rating if you like the show if not then obviously don't rate at all there's no need for that and i would be really happy if you show up for the next episode so let's quickly wrap this one up as always it was so much fun chatting to you guys i feel like this podcast really helps me to always sort my thoughts and it's so fun to talk about all the things i'm passionate about and maybe it helps you to you know expand your horizon to feel more confident in yourself And I hope even if not that you just had fun listening to this episode, that you enjoyed it. I also forgot to ask you how you're feeling. I hope you're feeling fine. I hope you have a great day at the moment or just have, 
you know, a great few past days. And if not, then I hope your next days are gonna be amazing. I hope you can stay positive and enjoy your time, whatever you're up to today, wherever you are today. And yeah, next week's episode might be with one of my roommates, really depending on how we're managing to record. I know I've kept saying this, but it honestly is kind of difficult because, you know, next week's reading week, so people are also going home, but maybe we can manage. If not, then I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about next episode, but I in general have some ideas for the podcast, so stay tuned. And if you like this podcast and haven't listened to any other episode, you can check out some other things I have up if you're interested. And either way, I hope you have a great day. And don't forget to stay young, confused, and well-read. Bye-bye.